Why you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. Today, I'm your host, Isaac Hayes, talking about life, talking about liberty, and talking about the pursuit of happiness as we show the world that us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you're located. Just remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. You should rejoice and be glad in it. A lot going on. Uh, the RNC chair, Ronna McDaniel, says she is resigning after Super Tuesday. Uh, you have um, you have today's is the Michigan primary where I have not seen poll numbers or heard anything about it, but it is expected for Nikki Haley to once again lose. Uh, we um, we we ju we just some mess out there on a lot of things and. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about the border crisis on this episode, but uh, yeah, so there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, doing a, I thought doing a show every day would make it a little more easier, but sometimes I come in here wanting to talk about three or four stories, and it is hard to cover, and uh, I have to just find out, I guess, which one is most appealing or the one that's uh, more important. I, I can't say really more important because there is sometimes you – you have a story where, you know, you, you really wish you could take, you could tackle them. And look, there's some stories I, I've missed and uh, I apologize for that. But, you know, hey, we've we gone strong. And I want to, again, I want to talk about the border crisis today. Now, I want you to go back a little ways, just just a little ways, not too far. Probably in the span. Well, let's, let's go back from the beginning of President Joe Biden's time in office when he got sworn in. Right when he got sworn in. He started signing papers, executive orders right from the jump. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. If I was president of the United States, I was soaking that moment. Just getting inaugurated, getting ready to, to take over for, a, you know, either somebody that did a very bad job or somebody, you know, you know, continuing the steps of somebody doing a good job. I would just absorb that moment. That's me personally. I understand you want to get stuff done. Okay, I, look, if you, you become a congressman, a senator, a governor, I, you understand you want to get some things done. But to sign executive orders right from, like, right after you, you say, I, I do as the president, you go ahead and start signing a pen. You, you, you grab a pen and start signing executive orders. And I just never understood that, you know, because Trump Trump said the same thing. Look, when he if he, if he wins, because it's not guaranteed. We think he will win, but it's not guaranteed. He says, you know, for the first day, I'm gonna go ahead and drill, baby, drill, and I'm gonna oh, close the borders. Hey, look, it might take two minutes to sign of executive order. I understand that, but soak in that moment. Now he's been president already, so there's really nothing to soak in. But you get what I'm saying. It just. That's something that you you know you you should want to remember all your life if you have an accomplishment like that. Even Biden, you know, Biden has been fighting for the presidency since he was two years old when he first joined Congress. That in in the first day he signed seventeen executive orders, and majority of them were dealing with the border. Why? Because Biden went on television at that time and said, "Look, the border wall ain't working. We have a crisis at the border. The the border is in shambles." The border, and he just kept on making these claims that the border was just just bad. And in reality, we didn't see numbers so low for crossing and uh, immigration and all that stuff prior to that point. But Don, uh, but but Joe Biden 
And you, look, one more note before I move on. Uh, if you remember, before Joe Biden was even sworn in, there was a migrant caravan coming because they knew the moment that Biden took office, he would open up the border. And he signed these executive orders. He opened up the border. People started flocking into our country. At the point right now, we're almost at 9 million legal crossings since he signed, since he got into office. And if you look at this, it's it's kind of, you know, it, it, it was all because of the executive orders. Now, moving forward from that point, we kept hearing Kamala Harris, uh, Alexandria Mayorkas, the president of the United States, the spokesperson, whoever it was, Corrine Jean-Pierre or Peppermint Patty, as Dan Bongino calls her. Uh, I, I can't even think of her name. She's on NBC now. Uh, they kept on telling us the border is secure. The border is secure. There's no, no the border is secure. We, we don't need to worry about the border. The border has never been more secure than, than now. And guess what? It has not been. It, we've been, like I said, we've at this point right now in the time of this episode, 9 million illegal immigrants have crossed over the border, but it was announced the other day that there was a border plan, a border bill package and Biden kept on telling the American people, look, I can't do no more. And look, he's partially right. What do you mean? He's partially right. Well, he done everything to open up the border. He can't do anything no more. The new, the, the Senate bill that passed that had border security in it. So-called border security in it would have gave him the opportunity to allow more people in. So when he says, Hey, I couldn't do more of the border. He's not really lying. He couldn't, he can't do more to open up the border than it is now. because he would have to go through Congress. And we, we broke down the Senate bill a while back and how terrible it was. But Joe Biden, all of a sudden, and the Democrats, all of a sudden are worried about the border. Now, we're two months into 2024 and we're in the presidential election year and also congressional election. And there's a good possibility the Senate flips back to Republican. So now the Democrats are worried about the border. Remember for months, years, they weren't worried about the border. The border was the most secure border ever. The southern border, well, it was so secure. They weren't letting people in. Now, all of a sudden, they want to pass this border package. They want Congress to act. act. Thank goodness for Mike Johnson that's saying, no, it's not. We're not going to move. We're not going to budge on this. But all of a sudden, the Democrats and the president of the United States is talking about how the border is not secure. The border is in a shambles. We need to do something. It even came to a point that this week that the progressives were mad at President Biden because there was a leak from the White House that said that Joe Biden was planning on signing executive orders to close the border and to deport people. And you had... Uh, AOC Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez make the statement, boy, if he does that, we're going to be mad. Don't do Trump like things. Uh, don't protect our border. That, that's his job as president. But now Democrats are all worried about the border. They're all worried about the, 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 the crisis to even where the White House has announced that President Joe Biden is going to the southern border. He only went there once prior to, to him going Thursday. 
And even that, we was asking, well, when are you going to go to the southern border, Mr. President? It is a crisis down there. Go look. And when him and Kamala Harris did go to the southern border, guess what? It was one of the parts that you hardly had no people crossing over. And it's happening again this time. I can't remember the place. I know Donald Trump on Thursday is also going to the border. I think he's going to Eagles Pass. So we're going to have to see what happens with with all with both of them going to the border and what's the two different incomes. You know it's going to be totally opposite. But one of the reasons why he's going to the border is to make America aware of the problems at the southern border and to show them that the Republican Party is to blame for this. And the Democrats are trying to blame the Republican Party for this incident because they're saying that the Senate package that was not passed by the House of Representatives is the reason why the southern border is closed. But they, 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 they don't, they're not forgetting. They're just not telling you that for the last three years, it's all been under uh, Democrat control. And look, this isn't just the president and the, the, the national Democrats that are blaming Republicans. Kathy Holcham, for the governor of New York, last week made a statement saying that it was not the Democrats' fault. It is the Republicans' fault. This is why they have a problem in New York. The Republicans are sending these migrants here, and these Republicans are are, are making our life miserable because... Well, you, you went ahead and you said that, hey, if y'all don't want them, bring them. That's, that's what every, that's what every state, every liberal sanctuary city said, hey, if y'all don't want them, bring them. But they're trying to blame the, the Republican Party when it's not the re Republicans' fault for this crisis. It is President Joe Biden and the Democrats for allowing so many migrants to come through. And look, it's not, it's not looking good. Okay, why is it not looking good? Well, last week, on Thursday, a, a student by the name of Lori uh, Lakin Raleigh was murdered in the state of Georgia. She was 22 years old. She was a nursing student from Augustus University, was found dead on the University of Georgia's campus Thursday after her roommate reported her authority uh, the, to the authorities that she had not returned home from a run. The University of Georgia Police Department arrested Jose uh, Atino Ibery uh, and charged him with ma uh, malice mer murder, felony murder, aggressive battery, aggressive assault, false imprisonment, kidnapping, hindering a 911 call and concealing the death of another. UGA police chief Jeffrey L. Clark said during the news briefing Friday evening. This happened last Thursday. Now, Jose, the murderer, the, the suspected murderer, because every man's innocent to proven guilty, when looking, when they started looking into this, was not a U.S. citizen. He was brought here. He had a crime in New York and was let go by the New York City. So, by New York City prosecutors. So, Kathy Holcham, you say it's Republicans' fault for the crisis at the border when you're letting illegal immigrants go when they commit a crime. So, they could leave your state go somewhere else and commit a horrible crime like what happened on Thursday. And he, when it came through 
the channels and investigation, guess what? This man crossed the border illegally. But we have the most secure border. But they, they want to also get mad at Donald Trump when Donald Trump says, hey, they're not sending us their best and brightest. They're trying to keep them. They try to keep the bets and brightest in their home country. They're sending us their crooks. They're sending us their, their felons. They're sending us the, 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 the bad people. But when you start saying that you're labeled a racist, that is fact. This piece of garbage, Jose, the guy that murdered this woman is trash. He didn't come here for a better life. He came here to terrorize. Well, Isaac, how can you say that? Well, he went to New York and commit crimes and the great New York justice system that does not care for their cops, but care for every criminal in the book is they let him go. He went down to Georgia and murdered this this woman right here. The, the, the lady's name again was Lakin Riley. 22 year old, had a bright future ahead of her. But because the southern border was opened by the President of the United States back in January of 2020, no, February of 2020, And in him refusing to do something at the Sun Board, but just not him, the Democrat Party as well. When the Dem when the Republicans sent smart legislation to his debt to the to Senate to the Senate, and they didn't even take it up. But now they want to blame Mike Johnson for not taking up bills. But they're doing the same thing. It is it, this is horrible. But you have Democrats. Want to blame Republicans for a, a border crisis that we've been screaming for the last two and a half, three years that there is a border crisis. It started right when President Biden took office for three years there. The Democrats kept on telling us there was no border crisis. Now, for the last two months, at least they are pushing that oh, there's a border crisis. and The Republicans need to do something. President Biden has the power to do something at the southern border. And if you tell me, no, he does not, well, then the 17 executive orders that he signed in the beginning of his term in February are invalid. And the, the and Mayorkas needs to tell his people, hey, don't care about them, them executive orders. Do your job. Now, Mayorkas won't do that. He's facing impeachment. We're waiting to see if that advances, which I don't think it will. But if people tell me President Biden does not have the power, then why did he have the power back in January of 2020? But don't have it now. And look, this isn't the only story like this, but with Miss Lincoln Raleigh. There's multiple stories of, of, of legal immigrants that are that are criminals that are doing this. But you have a president of the United States that, that all he says is, oh, it's not my fault. If you Republicans gave me more power, no, we don't want to give you more power. If y'all let me do what I want to do, the border would be secure. So you're telling me you couldn't do anything for the last four years or three years, whatever. The reason President Biden didn't do nothing at the southern border because he didn't want to. The reason the Democrat Party didn't want to do nothing at the southern border because they didn't want to. They didn't want. They didn't want that. But now, and, and this is why I'm, I'm, I'm in with this. This is why the Democrat Party is focusing on the border right now. Because it's an election year. 
And people are, are they, they, if you look at polls and if the polls are correct, they're saying the one of the reasons they don't like President Joe Biden's approval ratings are down is because the border is a mess. And look, it, look I, this is why this is one reason why I think Donald Trump will win again. Let's re, let's rewind let's rewind a little bit more to 20 15-2016. When the election took place in 2016. President Trump took office in 2017. When he went down that escalator, one of his messages was that we need to fix the border. We need to secure the border. President Obama did it suddenly, uh, suddenly, like he is slow, to where the point it was at in 2016, where there was people crossing over. And the border was not secure. President now it's worse now on the President Biden. Biden fast tracked everything because I think he knew he only had four short years. And I, I honestly believe they were trying to get it back to the point where it, they left with Obama. And if Biden would win, they will keep progressing it slowly then. That's my personal belief. That's not that's not fact, and that's just my personal belief. Um but going back to twenty sixteen, Trump ran on closing the border. And guess what? They have primed it back to 2024 where that's Trump's main focus, oil and the border. And guess what? He's winning off of it. And this is why the Democrats all of a sudden have to hurry up and try to close the border so they can keep their power. That, that's the reason. We're in an election year. You're going to start seeing a little bit of gas go down. You're going to start seeing... You're going to start seeing things change for the better. You might even see the stock market go up a little bit. We're in an election year, and the Democrat Party is trying to paint themselves, will make themselves look good. And going back to the old tactics of blaming the Republican Party for everything that they've done. And look, if that don't work, well, guess what? I have a feeling within mid, mid-year, we're going to see a crisis, or we're going to see... A pandemic, or we're gonna see we're gonna see something. We we don't know what it is yet, but that's gonna try to turn the tide into Biden's favor. Because Democrats right now they can't win on policy, they can't win on ideas, they don't have none. They can't they can't win on youth. All the youth is on the Republican side. Republicans have a bright future if they if they do it right. But the Democrat Party, don't be fooled, ladies and gentlemen. I know you, my audience, you're not gonna be fooled. You're informed. But in case we get a straggler on here that that's, that has left-leaning ideas, don't be fooled. It's all the Republicans' fault because CNN told me. No, what? So so if it's the it's, so if it's the Republicans' fault, why did the why did why didn't the Democrats push this narrative three years ago? No, they, they oh the border's fine now. We have power to change it, and guess what? It has progressively went wrong. It didn't progressively go good. It, they, 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 they went backwards on it. And now we're in a predicament where some of our youngest and brightest minds are dying at the hands of these illegal immigrants. And it is highlighted that even now liberal media has to show what's going on at the border. Now is a crisis to the Democrats. Now they have to worry about it. In election year, where they need to get your vote. 
It's all about votes for them, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get me wrong. There's some in the Republican Party, too. It's all about votes. It's not about policy. It's not about... It's about votes. They want to win your vote. With that being said, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. Please remember that uh, Jesus Christ is king. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. want to thank my affiliate marketers, Give a Derm and Hair Club, you know, two great companies in uh in america they they love our country and they love helping people hair club is a hair loss prevention company if you have any problems with hair loss please contact them or the description at the bottom of this uh this episode and meet with one of their consultants and use the promo code bgs media 10 also give a derm you know there's a lot of skincare products out there but most of them use toxins and chemicals but not give a derm give a derm's an all natural skincare product it works me and my family use it and look it makes our skin softer and makes our skin healthier so you should go ahead and look at the bottom in the description uh, at the link and use promo code BGS Media 10 and you can get 10% off your product. Also, an uh, announcement we announced it yesterday no longer two podcasts will be out first episode Thursday. That's me and my wife's new podcast. Go ahead and check it out. Share it with a friend, especially married couples that that um, that need help. And it's more like it's, it's not counseling, but it's just talking about what we went through and how God brought us through. So go ahead and check that out as well. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is king. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be fate of heart. Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, reach out to me. I'll tell you how to make Jesus your Savior. And heaven, excuse me, heaven, your home. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good one.